This is Adobo Culture, a Filipino collective podcast, your newest favorite spot where we chat, laugh, and pour our hearts out about being Filipino millennials making hit here in the U.S. This is your boy Drew, John, and Fred. What's up, guys? Hey. It's pretty chill, pretty chill. Chilling. Are you too chill, Mr. I'm, John? I'm chill enough, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, we... We made it here. It's our second episode. Can you believe that? Number we two. So Number it's two. Le- it's legit now. We can't go back, and we need to keep the ball rolling. You know, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but you know, it's, gotta we, love we it when a, the balls roll. <laughs> we had good feedback from you know our few listeners for our first episode, and we want to give back by you know by introducing more of our background, like let, letting them know. More of us, you know, especially back when we were in the Philippines. Like, who were we during those times that we For were sure. there, right? Yeah, yeah who the so, hell are these three um, kids talking? Right, who are we? And again, how did we all come up together here with this podcast? And of course, let's start Let's start when we were not all together first. You know, like when we were back in school. And um, let's, start, let's, start, let's start by uh, knowing where we all came from. Like, what school you guys came from? Um, and which city in the Philippines this was. So how about you go start start uh, start ahead, John? All right. Uh, so I graduated high school from LaSalle Green Hills, damn. which is basically not not damn. Damn. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, for, LaSalle... give, give, give the listeners a background. What makes LaSalle what? damn, you know? <laughs> Oh, it's an all boys school. Uh, people that come from there are usually a lot more confident. Just kidding. <laughs> other people. Just say you guys are Just filthy kidding. rich. We're not filthy rich, okay? I'm not no, let's, rich. Let's give the people a perspective. So in the Philippines, it's it's kind of a big deal if you are in in, a, in an exclusive school. Am I right, John? Is that, that kind of a thing? Because I, I never pretty knew. much. Am I right? But it doesn't take away, it doesn't take away anything from those co-ed schools because I I came from a very decent co-ed school. I mean, I didn't go to a, a big name co-ed school, but like, you know, we I, I I am sure that we perform as much as you guys. So you guys are just I know I mean your name is there, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, but am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Yeah, you're right. But one thing I can say that LaSalle taught me really well, okay, is the way we converse with people. That's one thing that I can okay. definitely lay it down. That so, this is what we're good at. You were in La Salle since you were in grade school. Kindergarten. So I. Wow. So, I'm as green as it can, as it comes, basically. <laughs> so you had the loyalty award when you graduated high school. Oh yeah, that's the only award I got. <laughs> <laughs> The only medal you got. The only, at least, oh God, I had at a medal. Least. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, how about you then, Fred? Where did you go to high school? Um, so, I actually grew up in like the countryside of the Philippines. I grew up you in the province. Uh, <laughs> province, yeah, you can a- call that. A- 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 the province. The province. Countryside yeah. equals province. Countryside, just to make it more posh, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I grew up I grew up 
uh, in the province of Bulacan. And similar to John, I studied high school in an exclusive school, exclusive all-boys Catholic school. So that was pretty fun. Yep. Oh, wait, I didn't know you went to an all-boys. I didn't tell you did. Oh, okay. So I'm... Let me shout out okay. my school because I have listeners there too. Of course. <laughs> uh, it's called Immaculate Conception School for Boys. <laughs> so, <laughs> pretty Catholic. Very straightforward. Yeah. Very detailed. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So, did your parents. Okay, just this a question for both of you guys. Did your parents choose this school for you guys or when. Or like it just happened? Like, how, how were you guys. Um... You go ahead, John. Well, my dad is from LaSalle. He's an alumnus. Okay. So, okay, so that the, that's the first thing my, my dad said to my mom. is like, you're not, you're not going to take him to any other school except <laughs> oh. for LaSalle. <laughs> and, yeah. it's, a big, yeah. it's a big deal in the Philippines that if where your parents go to school, I think they want you yeah. to go to school that you went. Yeah, I mean, they wanted me to go to UP, but I never got into UP. So Because... Go stay. Like... <laughs> oh, college. Okay, college. Yeah. Just, right. Yeah. Just as... So do you got so just to give people a perspective? So, what is one thing in an exclusive school that is never going to be in a co-ed school, other than being just all boys? You know, D- different genders. So, um, no. uh, <laughs> um, what is that one thing? Like that, you, you're I'd, never going to say... get this in co-ed. I'd say since like we're all like hormonal teenagers back then, yeah. you Very get like much. this. You get this sense of camaraderie. Like you think of like something really shitty to do, and everyone's in in for it. You know, yeah, which is fun. Like you, like I actually had fun studying in an exclusive all boys school because like basically you can be there with any filter there's no pressure of trying to look good every day there's no pressure okay. of you trying to like you know say i need to shit you know because everyone's boys so they <laughs> yeah. know what well, that's up. right yeah that's you know right. there's no pressure i'd say no pressure growing up probably the, the only pressure is that if one of your homies have a girlfriend there's a pressure that shit i think i need to have a girlfriend too but other than that it's just like it's just like you know you go to school every day then it's just like having fun hanging out with your boys peer pressure man it's all cooties you You don't need it (laughs) yeah so do you think growing up in a co-ed you know i mean in an exclusive school sorry in an exclusive all-boys school does it did it make an impact to who you are right now on how you interact with the other gender when you were in college. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to speak? Because that, that's, that's the stereotype I kind of get. Like, right, oh, right, when they right. came from old boys, it's either they're going to be very smooth with girls because, you know, with all these soirees and everything. Or right. when, they, when, when they get, which John knows, I'm pretty sure. But when they went <laughs> to college, they were so used to just having guys and then they don't know how to, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, right, right. what can you say about that, John? Well, um, it's different, like yeah. Just banking on the what I what Fred said, um, yeah. You lose your conscious, uh, well, not consciousness, but you're just you don't give a shit about anything. You mm-hmm. just care about being with your friends and stuff. So, in that environment, it sort of gives you that confidence you need when you're growing up. Because, like, um, I think if I was in like a co-ed school, I'd be very sheltered. I'd, I'd stick to myself. Okay. 
but then like the friends I had, my different high school friends, grade school friends, they sort of like pushed me up to something like, oh, you're confident, you're you. We make fun of you, but you're still a nice guy. We still love hanging out with you. So it's it's sort of, it just builds on that, with like the confidence of doing something you're not used to doing. Your friends pull you in as long as you have your friends in. I mean, like, for example, this podcast. I mean, who would have thought, right? Who would have thunk? Who would have <laughs> thunk, thunk that? This. Who would have thunk that I'd be speaking like this? Yeah. At 10 p.m. I, at night. I'd say I got the opposite one. I I actually struggled, you know, trying to make friends with women Girls. when I hit college, just because I've been hanging out with like boys for like four years you know then all of a sudden i'm here in this like mixed environment and it's like a new playing field now like then that's when the pressure got into me i really tried to like you know look my best in hopes that i'll like score a potential date or whatever but then then i met other guys from you know co-ed schools and they kind of like made me feel comfortable again and yeah you know it happened naturally so here we are yep. here we are well so since you already brought up you know college and everything so let's just give a background to where we went to college right so just so you guys know we all went to the same college we went to university of santa tomas and I'm, the I'm sure university not, of santa the, tomas no we are not no no like, you're you're getting it wrong the pontifical the royal, pontifical royal uh, universidad De Santo, de Santo Tomas. Tomas. There you go. There yeah. you go. Muy bien. It's the <laughs> oldest school in Asia, correct? So we yeah, are a Catholic school in Asia. Yeah, so we are a Catholic school. But it's actually the college. Pope's hotel every time they visit. Pretty, Pretty much. much. We, we are controlled by the church. And it's as as fake as it sounds, it's actually real. Like, no no joke. We are run by the... By Guys, the, Google it. UST, by, University of yeah, Santo Yeah, UST. Yeah. Check it out. I mean, the, no, but, the the Queen of Spain keeps on visiting us like almost yeah. every other year, I think. Most so, nice. Mm-hmm. We're something. So, so just to give a background, so where, what did you guys study in college? You go first, Drew. Me? Yeah. Okay, well, you go so first. me, I'll just put it out there. I'm a comm major, communications, communication arts. Some people call it mass communications, but... For me, I think communications art, communication arts is a lot more different. We focus on a lot more things. So it's a lot more broad um, major. But we're under the arts and letters faculty. So it's a liberal arts, liberal um, arts. major. So that's where we all came from. And that leads to the next person, Fred. Uh, took. I took journalism, which is what it is. Journalism. It is. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. why we're here doing this podcast. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> we all like to th- we all like to talk, basically. But but what did you have, John? What did you, what did you what what's your major? For, apparently, my major wants more on reading, so I took up history, which was basically my pre-law. So I don't talk; I read. Just kidding. We analyze a lot of stuff. Um, okay. We no analyze wonder you're events. an overthinker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Analysis history, is the name of the game. Are history majors like that? Do they? Overthink. Yeah, basically. So you guys, so who's the more more of an overthinker? You guys or philosophy majors? 
Uh, I think philosophy majors. <laughs> yeah, no one, no, no one beats. Philosophy. No, no, yeah, no one beats philosophy major. I mean, yeah, they're built different. That's how I see it. Yeah. So <laughs> they're like a complete get... different entity. <laughs> so moving on, you know, so you know, we went to college, and then, and we all went here pretty much after college, right? But yeah. were you guys able to actually work in the Philippines, like, as an intern? Because I, I was able to. Um, I, how, I how did was... some on-the-job training, but okay, that's all. I mean, what, I worked in where, where... the House of House of Rep, the... House, the House of, of Representatives. Representatives. Yeah, I worked no there way. for like two oh, months. Okay, so for Thanks. history, what is your your um qualifications to get? You, you can just take any on-the-job training. Is that what it is? You can. Uh, depends on where you. Chances are you're gonna get get sent to an archival research area, a okay. museum. Basically, so you're like reading that. on. I liked it because w- what we actually did was we had to review some bills, mm. so like laws mm. and all that shit. So it was like, oh my god, this is, this is cool. But then eighty percent of the time, I was just sitting down to, on my phone. <laughs> but <laughs> but when the meetings are there, I'm like, wow, listening. But when we're back in the office, they're like, oh, you just sit there. It's fine. Huh. Well, you know, that, that's, that's something I don't know about you. To be honest, I didn't know where you went for your... Uh, <laughs> how about you, Fred? So you, yeah. did you write for someone for your internship? Um, I actually took my internship at Manila Bulletin. And, um, and I've actually got work experience yeah, you did, yeah. there before moving here. So okay. I'd say I know how it is to be in like a filipino based office which okay. i think is pretty interesting yeah yeah and that's the that's our, kind of like our segue into our next topic is working here in the states so but you know just to catch up on you guys so me i was able to do my internship in the philippines too so i was able to work in a creative agency and i was in the creative department where we do the copy and stuff like that you know, but for me, two months at least, I was able to see how um, how the environment of a Filipino, you know, workforce is. But mm-hmm. I have to say that's a lot different from how things are done here. Oh and yeah, I'm sure you guys can agree to that. Oh yeah. So to give our audiences, uh, you know, an idea, what do you guys do now? Go ahead, Fred. Um, I've done. I'd say. Like, since going here, yeah. I've done a pretty. I have a lot of um, work experience on my yeah. hand right now. So when I started, I started here as a um, front of house guy in a restaurant, and then yeah. did part time in one of like the advertisement agencies here, which is closed now, unfortunately. Oh, and sorry. now I'm currently a healthcare provider. Okay. Yep. See, and you know, we're we're gonna talk about more of that about later about um being away from our fields like in the beginning for sure. Like, from where yeah, we're that's but, that's but, gonna be the interesting part. Yeah, that's gonna be an interesting part. But how about you? How about you, John? How did you? What what what's your experience here so far? I had three jobs. Well, I still have the one. So I worked at. So I'm working at a school right now as a teacher aide instructional aid number two so basically i'm like the co-teacher i also i started out there as just an instructional aid one which is basically staff then i worked at atria as a resident medication assistant so yeah healthcare 
Then I also did some customer service stuff at Ross. So yeah. So you, you worked in retail. I worked in retail. Great. Big you know, sigh. That's cool because I. <laughs> no, because it's I'm, hard. I it's hard through, to tell. I mean, I went through retail too. You know, so so for me, I when I went here, um, you know, I again, I I had this dream of you know like oh, I got a degree in the Philippines maybe if I go here you know I'll be noticed or I'll get a job that's you know in line with what I studied but apparently that wasn't the case um but so what I did was I still went to school and I did I went to a community college I worked in the community college I was that lab person so let's say when people are on their lab breaks or whatever I'm the one I'm the guy who they're going to be talking to helping them out so I did that and I also worked in retail. I work at a shoe store and I work at an apparel store as well. Mm. And then when I went to the Bay Area, I was also able to work for food and beverage. I was a barista at one point. And then now, I actually work for an airline, which is pretty dope. Uh, but then again, none of them are close to what I wish that I was doing. But again, you know what? Nothing close Damn, to what but I You finished. worked a lot of jobs, dude. I work, So I've pretty much been around, I've been operations. I've been... Just a, a lot of things, and I think you know. Do I am, am I taking them for granted? No, because then you know I, I I now know that I can pretty much be put into any any work, and that's the thing that some people you know they don't know that like when you go here to the, to the states, you have to try to adapt to that yeah. that idea of doing something that you're not you know not thinking that you would be doing. Before. Pretty much, that's how yeah. it is. So, I mean, did, how about you, John? When you went here, did you have that idea of working in line with your work right away? I, well, what, what I, were your plans? I, I actually was, uh, when I got here, I was thinking of working at a law firm. Okay. So I tried applying, didn't get it. First uh, interviews here didn't go so well. But then I applied for like uh, this school I'm at right now. And what happened, my background, because my mom, because I have ADHD and backstory, the background behind that, I was supposed to be, not be put into a regular school. So Asal was out of the question, but my mom still put me in, did okay. So from there, like, it, it sort of became a success story. So what happened was I got an award in Japan, nice. Yokohama, Senya Award. Wait, so what happened from... This was like 2014, I think. 2014. Okay. No, no, 2016, 2016. So 2016, got the award. Then um, when I got here to America, they saw my resume. They saw that and they and they were like, wow, I'm... I'm hiring you. I was going to say like... Hire oh, this I'm guy. Hella, I'm hella impressed at your <laughs> resume. Hello. I'm hella impressed. You're in, bro. Okay. No, no need for interviews. Come on right in. Yeah, you first start, day I got. You start right now. You start right now. Let's <laughs> give him a key. But, <laughs> all right, but but do you think that you having an educational background in the Philippines did that? Was that like a major factor as them deciding if they're going to give you the job or not? I think so, but I think uh -huh. it relies right now. It relies more on how much Experience. you're going to be paid. If it's right. like oh. having a um, oh. having college degree or college background back in the Philippines and you're bringing it here, it right. automatically ups your pay. So it's something. It's it, it is. but it really but is, if, yeah. but yeah. Right now I'm still not in the field that I want to be in, but 
Mm-hmm. Of course, we're Americans. We all have to understand that we're we have to make ends meet somehow. Yeah. So we make take jobs that aren't that we might not want at that specific moment in that specific time and space and in uh-huh. the universe. Right. Um... Well, yeah. Well, how about how about you, Fred? Are do you have did do you or are you having any difficulty trying to you know pursue what you really want or did America kind of change your outlook and what you want to be? I'd be, I'd be lying if I said that um, I still want to um, go for the the field that I'm actually trained to be in. Because initially, when I moved here, and then the first opportunity that was given to me was to become a, a server in a restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. And like I said. Back home, that's kind of like looked down upon for those US US listeners out there. Um, Being a restaurant worker isn't the best job that you can get when you're in the Philippines. So being put there at the start of my like um, story here in the United States, I was kind of like disappointed in myself. I'm like, why did I move here? I thought I'll be doing some dope Mm -hmm. shit. Why am I doing this? <laughs> Some dope but then, shit. But then I just tried to roll with the punches. And I actually started enjoying the job. Like, not only it's, like, easy money. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like... It's like I get to practice my people skills. Which I honestly was lacking before moving here. And I met tons of, like, cool people working in the yeah. restaurant business. And, yeah, like... Yeah, so and, we hang out and, with them basically. Yeah, and like <laughs> it made me realize too that um, it doesn't like if you're in America, it doesn't really matter if you um you study do? in like the best school in the universe. It doesn't really matter. Like, what matters is how you make how you navigate yourself through like you know society, how you navigate yourself yeah. around yeah, like the obstacles you're faced you're facing you know yeah because like at the end of the day that degree sure it looks cool but at the same time doesn't mean shit if you don't know how to like act accordingly or how to carry yourself basically and that's what working on like a quote-unquote normal job taught me like you gotta have guts for you to make it out alive at least here in the united states Yes. It's way different in the Philippines for sure, but yeah. yeah. Since I'm here now, it's that's what taught me. And now I'm like more motivated to like work on personal projects because mm-hmm. like me and John were talking off record and we were discussing like as long as you know how to work, you'll you'll earn money. So if yeah. money is like the problem, you can just like look anywhere here and you'll find a job. Yep. Pretty so much. this this opens the opportunity for you to work on yourself self-discovery you know yeah and you really got to play with your strengths here that's for sure yep yep you gotta know i think i think we actually touched this point on our previous episode like how the grind is pretty much the big deal here like Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what you do as long as you grind and when you go home it's honest yeah yeah Yeah. and then you go home you you have food to eat you know um like you know same for you friend like i i feel for you like when i got here you know and then my first job was working in a retail store and then i was like f- literally fresh off 
you know, my getting mm-hmm. my diploma and, you know, ringing, ringing the, the shorts, the t-shirts, the shoes of the people buying stuff from me. I'm like, I, I went to four years of school and now I'm doing this, you know, like, yeah, I, yeah. A, am I behind? Am I not doing anything right? And then of course, you know, me being patient. And then obviously when I went to California, because just so you guys know, I did come from the Midwest. That's where I first lived here after graduation. I live in Indiana and opportunities are not that much there. And then when I, when I went to California, there was a lot more opportunities and I, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I California, baby. Right. Yeah. I do love my job right now. Uh, I, I, I do love my job right now. You know, um, I never thought I would be in this, this situation, but you know, I have to say that what I studied before, I mean, it's, it's a lot, a lot different. It's a, it's a different industry right now, but I'm happy. I'm mm-hmm. happy where I am and I'm happy in the path that I'm choosing right now. Obviously there's still that small hope that I could probably do what I used to do or what I used to love. I mean, on the side, but that's not my main focus. Cause again, it's all about the grind. Like, why would I sacrifice, right? Why would I sacrifice what I'm earning right now? What I'm providing for myself for something that, you know, right now yep. it's not worth for me. It's not worth the risk. Yeah. So, so yeah, man, like practically, just, yeah. have to think being practical. practical, being practical. Yep. You have you to know? think so, practically. Yeah. Because, okay. So I'm, I'm I'll tell you a story because there was one time when I dated someone and she found out what I was pretty much what I was doing here. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was working in the airport and I was doing pretty much a blue collar job. You know, I'm in the airport, scanning bags, whatever. And she, th- all this, all this time, she thought like I was a big shot. Oh, you're in the States. You must be doing this. You must be living large or whatever. I mean, pretty much I could live large if I want to, but I'm being more practical, you know, and that's what some people in the Philippines kind of don't understand. Like you're in the Philippines. I mean, you're in the Philippines. You're looking for, you know, you're looking at the people in the U.S. Oh, they, they must have a big house because they do this and do, they do that. But in reality, you know what? We're just an ordinary person here. It's yeah. and that's trying that's, to make ends meet. Yeah, we're yeah. just ordinary people. Ordinary people, but in the Philippines, know which way to go? <laughs> but in the Philippines, right? Like, can, can you do that such thing? No, you have to be someone there. That's, no, you, that's have how be I some, you have to be someone. You have to be someone. That's the difference. That's a glaring difference. Like that's a big difference, and. That kind of sucks because you know, like you guys, what you guys mentioned that you being, let's say, working in a restaurant here, it's okay. Like you can have fun with it. But yeah, in the I Philippines, mean, it's fun. You're working in a restaurant in the Philippines. It's, I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think? For I mean, guys uh, for say? listeners that are here, basically, if you want to make it out alive in the Philippines, you gotta having a degree is like like really required. Key. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's holding a college degree there means you have a ticket for like opportunities that are outside, you know, regular jobs. And regular jobs don't mean shit in the Philippines, which is sad. Yeah, I but mean, that's the reality there. It's it's a sad reality of life in the Philippines. But yeah, <laughs> and this is becoming that's, a sad podcast again. <laughs> yeah, so you know, let, let's, let's let's segue to something a little Not more. Not the very so, negative. So, but, yeah. um, in your work environment, what can you say is different from working here and working in the Philippines as far as like the people you work with? What's the hmm. what's the main difference? Uh, 
I'll go first. So, um, I noticed here the way your the way people carry themselves. Like if you're a boss, they really it's very well suspect or uh, respected. Like this business culture that people mm-hmm. that people just push. It's like, oh, you're the boss, so I have to talk to you like I'm talking to a boss. Because, like, most of it, even even in the Philippines, like, um, it's nice because you can actually feel your closeness with your boss and everything. But still, there's there's that divide that you really have to do. Here, it's just, like, that divide is there. We will not... Basically, I'm your, I'm your boss. Talk to me like I'm your boss. I may be nice, but talk to me like I'm your boss. So that's what I noticed here. And it's nice that you have different cultures, different. You're not just hanging out with Filipinos. You're hanging out with the whole color of the rainbow. Tran. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, but okay. That's, I'll ask. That's right. so, yeah. yeah, that's true. It's totally yeah. true. Yeah. How about you, Fred? What do you think um, about the work environment here? Since I've had work opportunities in the Philippines, um, I'd say... One thing that, like, other than John saying you work with, like, various peoples of various walks of life, I'd say since working here, I am actually work working mostly with people that are older than me compared to back home where okay. everyone in the workforce is, like, my age, which I think adds more, I'd say it makes you wiser, you know, because... Mm-hmm. These people are basically like veterans already in the walk of life, yeah. and from like here and like here and then they share like you know uh, parables about their like adventures and their um yeah struggles and everything, and you get to see a perspective of someone who's been around longer than you are, and it made it it gives you like more insights on how to like you know carry yourself moving forward and yeah. i think that's pretty nice you know yeah. no i like how you how true, you true. mentioned the the age um also in the philippines there is there is age discrimination and oh that's yeah oh why yeah i think and that's the reason Especially. why i think that you work with people as the same age as you because yeah exactly like our age is pretty much still like associate you know entry level Right, like, but yeah, here, yeah, yeah. our age, we can we can probably be a boss already. You know, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. And like for me, I work with a lot of people that like in my. I remember so last year I just started my job, but I I did start with a couple of people who this is their second or third career, but we're all still learning. But I do learn a lot from them from their previous you know jobs and whatever, and it's it's great how like. There is no looking of what age you are. Or they're looking at you like you're just a kid. You know, I mean, obviously you would get that one-off person that will look at you that way. But in the Philippines, I guess age is also a big factor as how they treat you or how you, or how you treat other people at your job. Yeah, I, th- I right? think so too. And like, yeah. especially in the workforce. Yeah. Do you ever call your boss sir here? Yes. Nope. Sir. Uh, you... Ma'am. I... Oh. oh. <laughs> Some nope. some some bosses here. They don't like being called Sam or Ma'am. Just kidding. You, you just <laughs> you just call them. No, it's so weird because even I I remember when I was studying in in my community college back in Indiana, my teachers they want to be called by their first name, and oh. <laughs> that's just weird, right? That's just like, hey Kyle, hey Debbie, you know, like, up, it's, Kyle? <laughs> like oh. or like my it's your boy Drew. <laughs> 
and like here like my, my manager here in my station i just call him roy like hey roy and and no sir no mr no nothing you know but like in the philippines like i think it's a big deal that i you need to put a sir or i don't know yeah that's how i that's no, how i I'm think sorry. i think that's mostly an asian thing because like yeah thing. Not, asian culture thing. we have we have this like idea that elders are like the absolute so i don't know uh-huh. We yeah, kind of well, well, we were respecting elders, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah it yeah. goes to say. But at the same time, calling them by their first name, as long as there's no malice, isn't really, yeah. you know, disrespectful. It's just, yeah. it's just how the way it is here, you know. Because like, know, it, if you think about it, like, um, siblings here, they don't really call like they don't yeah. have a term yeah. for like they're older. Kuya. Yeah, they don't have that. <laughs> Hey, big brother. Or they yeah. don't even call their aunts and uncles aunts and uncles. They just call them by their first name, which is weird. You know, like yeah. I have some, I know, some right, American right. I'm cousins. I'm still not used to that. It's weird. Right? Like, I have some American cousins, and they called my mom Chona. Like, I'm like, really? Just called my mom? My first, what? Like, my, weird, my mom had a patient whose son calls her, her. mom just by... Her the name, first name. <laughs> yeah, which is like, what? that's your it's mom. Interesting. But then you'll Culture see how, dun, 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 but, you'll dun, dun. See, but you'll see how their um, relationship is. They're really friendly to each other. Like they're really yes. like, you know, buddies. Yeah. So I guess that also plays a role in that one. But again, I can't do that to my mom. She'll kill me. Yeah, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Culture shock. Your mom and just, yeah. yeah. No, it was a, it was a, it was a real thing. Yeah. So. I'd have my ass handed to me if that happened. <laughs> so, I guess, you know, that's pretty much our small background. We actually pretty much said a lot of things about our educational background, yeah. our work background. And that's actually a good start, um, you know, with our with the, with the these first few episodes that we're trying to release. So, yeah. part two. We'll, we'll try to wrap things up. Again, we're going to be consistent with our segment. Again, we did introduce a segment in the first episode. It's called the slang segment, where we do introduce a slang word from both cultures, the American culture and the Filipino mm-hmm. culture. Mm-hmm. And how about you go, slang, friend? And, uh, yeah, I don't hey, know. What? Yeah. You got this, you got this, man. You okay, got this. Um, you got this. So welcome to the lingo of the week. <laughs> First lingo of the week, we present to you. Um so in the Philippines, there's this new trend going on. I think it happened when the boom of uh K drama started. Um You're people, actually right. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like really recently. So since um, people there back home are crazy about uh, Korean drama and, you know, Korean dramas are all about, you know, roman- romantic stories and shit. People, say, uh... people there always wish that they get that kind of like, you know, romantic relationships and whatnot. So they come, they came up with this catchphrase called Sana Ol. Or Sana short, oil. Or short for <laughs> No no no. Okay. First lingo of the week, Sana Ol, which translates to I hope everybody. Because um for those US listeners out there, Sana 
S-A-N-A means I hope. That translates to I hope. Mm-hmm. So when you like translate sana all, literally, it translates to I, ho- I hope all. So, but you know what? You mm. know how I understand when everyone when someone says sana all when when I hear mm. that when that person say it, I still truly believe that he's just wishing it for himself though. Yeah, all the, yeah. him or herself. Like don't, don't you guys get like let's say there's a post where there's this beautiful couple and they're just happily together and then someone will comment sana all. Sana all. But what they what but what they meant is just really I wish I could be that person too. Am I right? I, I think basically it's more like that. sana basically, me. Yeah, sana, sana me. Sana me. I hope me. Sana me. Yeah. No, I but um, it just became a trend. Sana all yeah. became a trend. Yeah. So um, if you guys are gonna try to use it in a sentence, um, <laughs> let me think. Uh, it's more for like a reaction. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's more like like let's say let's say I go home like, dude, you know what? I just got my paycheck. I th- I got this and that, and you guys are gonna say, sana, sana all. all. There you go. Yeah, pretty much. You have to be very <laughs> passive aggressive with the way you say it. Sana let's or... do it again. Let's do it again. Let, let's, let's role say, play. Let's role let's play. Say, go. Um, okay, I'm coming home. You know, I just mm. got, I just got a promotion from my job. Oh, and I'm going to guys. Tell to, tell that to us. Tell that to like, us. Like, like you're hey. excited. Okay. All right, guys. Hey, John and Fred. You know what? I just got promoted from my job. Damn. Damn. Sana all. Sana, sana all. <laughs> That's how it, you use it. it. It's. I, I mean, I don't use it. I, I really don't. But I find it funny when people just say like "sana all" or it could be sarcastic. It could be. So yeah, American crazy. listeners, American friends, if someone walks to you and says this good news, and you're like really bummed that didn't happen to you, just say that "sana all." Sana all. Let's let's make "sana all" a thing. Okay, I just wanna like. Uh, Give a shout out to Christina Mano who gave this um, entry for the Lingo of the Week. Shout out Thank to you, you Christina Mans. Thanks for the suggestion. And now we move on to the second Lingo of the Week, which comes, <laughs> which comes in hand in hand. And this is by uh, submitted by Gwen. Gwen Aller, one of the homegirls here in San Francisco. Woo. Get your PS5. Um, <laughs> she she suggested that we use um slap Slaps. and smack. Slap slap slap. Wait, slap and smack. Wait, is so, it slaps um, with an s? Like slap slaps. Yeah, slaps and smacks. Slaps and okay. smack. Okay, so um explain slaps, each. Yeah. Okay, so that's why I put them hand in hand because apparently according to Gwen who has her street cred because she grew up here in San Francisco. She knows no what's up. She, grew, she grew up here and she said that um, people, mostly people from SoCal, don't quote me on that. That's what she said. People from SoCal. <laughs> well, you're so said, scared, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to get, you know. Anyway. It's okay, bro. It's okay. It's okay. Anyway. This was given said, to us. She claimed that people from SoCal use slaps for everything like, but but slaps are is only used for music music yeah so use it in a sentence so use it in a sentence um so play me some slaps so but okay so for me how how i know slaps should is i it, it, uh-huh. what? should i use the um 
since last week we used the American lingo in Filipino, should I use that and speak Filipino too? Or I guess. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Right? Try it out. Yeah, so, so, that, so, that our, so that our Filipino friends can use the words. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, 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 what's the... What's okay. Um, Alam mo yung ano, kanta na palagi pinapatugtog sa jeep na yung mundo. Still slaps, man. Still slaps. I don't know, man, but like slaps. Alam mo yung yung queen ni Andrew E. Slaps, man. Yeah, exactly. Yung to give you guys the meaning. Okay, let's just have some resources here. So I just looked it up. Slaps. The Urban Dictionary literally means to be excellent or amazing. But it has a photo of people dancing to music. So it does, for me, For me, slap, when I hear the word slap, it's always, you know, it relates to music. Music. So yeah. whatever you use, the sentence you use actually qualifies for that. Like I am slap. <laughs> if you want to, if you guys want to know your shit, just use it on music. All right? Yeah. Slap yeah. is just for music. Don't say it for anything else. Don't say, yo, your fit slaps. Nope, that's not how you use it. Just <laughs> it use sounds it. so bad. Just, right, just so use it for music. Lastly, the smack. Yeah. I, the smack, I haven't heard smack. about. Yeah, smack. I haven't heard smack. Smacks. So, um, Gwen said, smacks is for food. Basically, same meaning uh, as slaps, but you use it for food. Smacks. Oh. Snacks. Alam nyo, oh. You said in a sentence, alam niyo yung ano, yung sa may love life. Alam niyo yung love life, di ba? Okay. Yung, yung budget meal nila na gravy, rice, and uh, uh, footlong. Bacon. A footlong. Oh. Smacks, pre. Smacks. <laughs> With an X na. Smacks. Yung dim sum treats. Smacks, pre. Smacks, pre. Mm-hmm. Yung balot. So that's how you eat it. Balot! Yung Ay, kong smacks, bro. OG smacks. Smacks. So, so yeah. there you go. Slaps and smacks. Is a, you know what? Smacks, I'm going to use that a lot more, you know, because I eat a lot and I'll definitely yeah, use that yeah. one. I, I, never I am going to use slaps for everything. Slaps. Just kidding. No. <laughs> no, you're going to. You're going to give the disgrace to Dabay. Don't use it. To Dabay. Okay, it. smacks. Yeah, I'll use smacks on everything. <laughs> <laughs> nah, B, nah. So to wrap it all up, you know, so that's our episode. That's our second episode. We're keeping the ball rolling. And let's end this by you guys plugging your socials. You know, we want them to follow us and know what's running. Let's start with you, Freddie. Um, hey there. Thanks for hanging out with us. And again... My personal social, Young Freddy, E-U-N-G, Freddy. That's on Instagram. And please give our Instagram, our podcast Instagram, a follow. We will love hanging out with you guys there. Adobo culture. Adobo culture. Adobo, A-D-O-B-O dot culture. Follow that. We also have a Facebook page, Adobo culture. Just like it. We'll see you guys there. You go, John. All right, so support me, aside from, of course, Dobo Culture, support me on my stream. So that's Sword Saint Mode on. Also support no, my just, YouTube channel. Is it, it's it's just, Sword Saint Mode on. No, just Sword Saint Mode. 
I saw it. <laughs> Shit, man. Okay, my bad. So yeah, sword same mode for both my Twitch and my YouTube, and follow me on Instagram, John Nepomuceno. So that's John N E P O M U C E N O. Yeah, that's There good. You go. And for me on my Instagram and Twitter. That's at DrewCab, D-R-U-C-A-B. And lastly, again, we'll keep repeating this because we want to interact with you guys. Follow us on our Instagram page. It's adobo.culture. And again, our Facebook page is adoboculture, just like that. So that's it, guys. So again, thanks for hanging out, and we will see you next Sunday. It was see fun. ya. See you. Peace. Bye.